Welcome to the Get Over It, this consciousness transforming podcast for exceptional 21st century living. Hey guys, today we are going to talk about cannabis. We're going to be speaking with Daniel McQueen and we're going to talk about his book, Psychedelic Cannabis Therapeutic methods and unique blends to treat trauma and transform consciousness. And of course, you know me, I'm going to work a few questions in there about, you know, um, use for, you know, pleasure and other ways to use it, but we're going to get a lesson. Okay. And, you know, if you ever wanted to know anything about cannabis, we're going to supply it to you today. So get ready, take some notes and better yet, go out and get the book, Psychedelic Cannabis. The information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that has been holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, belief, uh, BS is belief system. Now, a bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, and that's moniquechapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on LinkedIn. And folks, if you like the podcast, let us know. Subscribe. Give, give us some stars. Give us some love. We appreciate all the love that there is to have in the world. Um, my guest today, Daniel McQueen, is a professional psychedelic therapist and executive director of the Center for Medicinal Mindfulness, a psychedelic Harm Reduction Program, an international psychedelic therapy training program focused on cannabis-assisted psychedelic therapy and cannabis-assisted psychotherapy. He holds a master's degree in transpersonal counseling, and he is in the Boulder, uh, Colorado area. And if you want to check him out on his website, that is medicinalmindfulness.org. Again, medicinal mindfulness.org. Welcome, Daniel. Hi, Monique. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Thank you. It's great for um, to have you here with us, especially somebody from Colorado, because I think you guys legalized um, cannabis before California did. Yeah, that's right. On a, as an adult use medicine, we were mm-hmm. a few years ahead of California. Yeah. Yeah. 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you might be many more um, years advanced of us because once uh, California did um, legalize, you know, marijuana, you know, across the board and then medical marijuana, it's very difficult to find 
uh, stores, doctors, if you will, practitioners, if you will, that specialize in the medical part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you just want to get high, you can go get high. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. when you're talking about using it for medicinal purposes, it's a whole new different mm-hmm. focus. Mm-hmm. So um, you um, are working with psychedelic cannabis. What is psychedelic cannabis? Yeah, so cannabis is technically an hallucinogen, um, uh, scientifically speaking. So it has similar traits as psilocybin, mushrooms, or ayahuasca, DMT. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's dose dependent, just like these are. So most people aren't smoking enough cannabis to induce psychedelic states. Uh, so what we've done is we've created special blends of the medicine and put it in a particular set and setting to amplify the psychedelic effects of the medicine and also mm-hmm. reduce the um, negative side effects that are commonly associated with taking too much cannabis. And um, and so we're able to induce these really profound psychedelic states that have intervisual experiences and mm-hmm. um, spiritual um, states um, and deep physical healing states. And um, it's sometimes indistinguishable from psilocybin or MDMA or other psychedelic medicines. So what's the difference between getting high and having the psychedelic experience? Uh, well, you know, so getting high is like a more of a like a mind state, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you feel good, positive, maybe creative, uplifted. Um, psychedelic state would be uh, stronger generally than that. Um, and mm-hmm. and within the within the particular set and setting we create, um, with eyes closed can can create like really strong inner visual experiences similar to like a psychedelic like waking dream state um and then oh. the content itself is very rich uh you know so it's not just a state but you, you know it has a lot of real specific content a lot of memory review you know life review per, you know processes trauma mm-hmm. healing and resolution and then also just spiritual exploration and and play you know so it's it's more like psilocybin than it is like just smoking pot to get high oh, that makes okay. sense Um, It does. It makes complete sense. You wrote in your book that we're living through a global pandemic of trauma while going through a global transformation. Speak to us more about that. Yeah, you know, so, you know, I wrote my book before the the pandemic, the uh, coronavirus pandemic, and actually was on a book tour when it hit. Um, and so I didn't predict the, this particular pandemic, but it's caused even more significant trauma in the world, uh, the mm-hmm. isolation and the, and the, uh, and like amplification of fear. And then not mm-hmm. to mention all the social injustice that's occurring, uh, what happened with George Floyd and, uh, you know, those movements, Roe mm-hmm. v. Wade, um, you know, mm-hmm. so that, and then wars in Ukraine and everywhere else, you know, so. Uh, it appears that my experience is that this almost feels like a amplification of unprocessed World War II trauma, even coming oh. out in the world right now. And um, and that we need tools, we need interventions to help us stay sane and, uh, mm-hmm. and keep grounded, but also develop resiliency to the big waves that are coming. You know, so generally a crisis creates new awareness of self and and. A, a re-exploration of priorities and um, uh-huh. and cannabis can help heal the trauma that's caused by crisis, but also help us come up with good ideas to resolve our struggles. Okay. And, um, Go ahead. 
Well, just that, you know, and if we can do that, if we can transform these difficult experiences, I believe, you know, consciousness has the ability to deeply heal what's happening in the world, you know, um, major significant shifts. So I'm, I'm really rooting for that direction instead of like more and more upheaval and environmental collapse. Well, I, you know, I'm rooting for that too, and let's hope it happens because it's real interesting out there. I mean, it's gotten to the point where sometimes you can't even walk out your front door without, you know, something um, going mm. awry. Before mm. we jump for into sure. the crisis, mm -hmm. crisis part, let's talk about cannabis in general. Like, what is the THC? What is the CBD? And um, it was interesting mm. what you said about CBD in your book and the CBN and the terpenes mm. and all that. So give us, if you will, a little mm. lesson on cannabis so that if someone's mm. interested in doing this process, they have a greater understanding. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so th uh, cannabis is uh, you know, a family of different chemicals and medicines. And one family of these medicines are the cannabinoids and THC is part of that. That's what gets people high. It's the, it's the uh, psychedelic. It affects the serotonin receptors in the brain and um, creates euphoria and um, positivity. That's like, I call it the booster rocket of, of the medicine. Mm -hmm. It'll amplify anything else. Um, mm -hmm. CBD is another cannabinoid and it's like uh, helps smooth things out and it can sometimes give you a break from too much THC. So it's a good antidote medicine. Um, and then the other cannabinoid that we use is called CBN. And that's a deeply relaxing cannabinoid that helps offset the anxiety of the THC. So they all work together to really amplify the positive traits and, and reduce the negative traits. Mm -hmm. um, then oh, we have another, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Well, just the other the other class of chemicals in the medicine are what make it smell different ways. Um, these are called the terpenes, and uh -huh. these are basically what are in essential oils, right? And cannabis is a really diverse range of terpenes from uh, linalool, which is like lavender, to limonene, which is like lemons, pinene, like pine needles, myrcene. Uh -huh. all, you know, there's a whole family of these, and um, and these uh, these. Uh, act just like essential oils would, but are amplified by the THC. And so uh -huh. if you're, if you have smoke something with linalool in it, like lavender, you're going to get really, really relaxed. If you have something that's more uplifting, you're going to get very uplifted. And so uh -huh. the terpenes are like the navigational um, tool set, right? Um, that help you determine which direction you're going to go with the booster rocket of the THC. So it's much deeper than just um, an indica or a sativa or a hybrid. Right. Yeah. So what we do, what I wrote in my book and what, what I recommend is that we actually create blends of all three strain types uh -huh. and the, you get the uplifted creative experience of the sativa um, without the anxiety and you get the deeply relaxed amplified body awareness of the indica without the you know, the dull sedated feeling in the brain, you, mm -hmm. you stay relaxed, but completely awake and, and elevated, you know, uh, creative. And the hybrids are more like a heart opening experience. So when you combine them all, it basically activates your entire, uh, your entire meridian system, your chakra system amplifies the mind just as other psychedelics do. And it amplifies uh, like a felt sense of okayness and positivity. Mm -hmm. 
So what about, you know, not the flour, but, you know, they have all kinds of vapes now um, that have, sure. I guess, oils in them or um, even edibles. Uh, is that the quality of those the same thing? Or if we're going to work for this to help with our healing, should we stick with the plant? Well, yeah, that's a really great question. So, you know, we recommend organic flour, super clean, and, and you use it in these special vaporizers that can um, heat up the actual flour material. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the best way to get all the best proteins. Any any sort of like processing will reduce the terpenes some. There are some that are better, like live rosins and things that try to keep the terpenes in there. But typically when you're turning something into an oil, it starts to strip away the terpenes. Mm -hmm. um, and then the edibles are really wonderful. But, you know, with an edible, there's such a range of effect that they can be a little more um, un un uncertain, a little more variable and higher chance of taking too much and not having a positive experience. So, you know, like <laughs> people, you know, say I took, too, you know, like a lot of people have taken too much of an edible uh -huh. before, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, I, this I, I included. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. So, you know, so when you're able to balance the terpenes, it, it reduces those negative side effects. Um, but we work, I work with edible cannabis for those who, you know, use it for health reasons and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Well, is it, in your opinion, with all the work that you've done, if you vape it like with a fireflyer volcano or whatever, that's mm -hmm. just giving you the vape, does mm -hmm. that do as much damage to the lungs as, say, smoking a joint with, mm -hmm. that's rolled in paper? Right. No, it's it's much cleaner. It's probably one of the safest ways to take it. Um, uh -huh. You're not getting any of the carcinogens or, you know, uh, uh, tar or anything, any of the smoke, you know, anything associated with smoke. The other, you uh -huh. know, the, but the other thing to name uh, is that not all cannabis is grown the same. And so if you're not getting organic medicine or you're getting underground medicine, then it's possible that there's pesticides and things on it that mm. wouldn't, wouldn't be approved, um, you know, under regulatory models and stuff. So it's, it's not mm -hmm. the cannabis necessarily. It's, it's the possible, um, you know, uh, things that it's been tainted with. Attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Attitudes, yeah. If you yeah, want to look but, at it that way. You know, but you know, mm -hmm. clean, yeah, clean organic medicine that's vaped. It's it's very uh -huh. gentle on the lungs and throat, and and how we recommend using okay. it. So, how can you find suppliers or, or breeders or whatever you want to call them that have clean organic medicines? Because I know yeah, here in yeah. California, it's difficult. It's very difficult to find. Yeah, um, I have you know I interview bud tenders and dispensary owners and then some of them are advertising uh that they that they uh only use like essential oils instead of pesticides and such uh okay. I, I believe in california there's um there's one organist or one dispensary here that uses let's call it clean green or something like that and it's okay. basically the cannabis equivalent of organic and okay. if you and, and there are a lot of clean green certified dispensaries in California. Um, so that would be something I would I would look up. I'll just Google it and see what shows up there. Um, but I, I do a lot of interviewing bud tenders and, and making sure that they, you know, they like the medicine that they're providing. Um, but most most companies are going to be decently good, you know, um, but, you know, I would say stay away from the chains and stay away from the mass produced ones, go towards more towards the boutique um, mm, dispensaries, okay. you know, the smaller companies. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because that way you find more true um, product, if you will. Now, what is your answer to the folks that are out there listening? They're naysayers. And they say, but cannabis is nothing but a gateway drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is a gateway medicine, it, <laughs> but it just takes you to the completely different place than what we've been told. You know, so mm-hmm. just, you know, scientifically and factually, there's actually no evidence, scientifically speaking, that people start with cannabis and, and move to harder drugs. Typically, people are using cannabis to get off of pharmaceuticals and other drugs. Um, and that, um, and that uh, you know, the, the gateway drug metaphor, you know, they're attempting to shame, shame a positive quality uh-huh. of medicine and that it's like it's a healer. It helps people wake up. It helps people uh, reduce pain in their bodies. It helps people sleep. It helps people who need to eat more and have and don't have an appetite or nauseous. Uh-huh. It actually is. It's a cancer healer. Uh, and with hemp, you can grow you can grow hemp and build a house with it. You can. You can uh, grow your own clothes with it, you know, so it's like it's a master teacher. It's a master healer. And it was a major competitor to the oil and trees and in pharmaceutical and chemical industries back in the day. So they they came after it with a vengeance and um, and shut it down. Uh, But it's waking back up and um, and it kind of snuck back in there, you know. Yeah, well, if you look back, you know, um, what the 17 and 1800s, and you look at, you know, the old doctors back then, they were prescribing this. I mean, it was on the medicine labels and all. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it just went away because big pharma couldn't figure out how to destroy it and, um, you know, kill us with it. But that's a whole other show. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So it's a great healer. I really, I really, you know, it's been really helpful for me and I've seen it help a lot of people. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to share this. I don't think I've shared this on air before that um, I have like three spots on my lung. And this was Mm -hmm. going back 10 years ago and wasn't Mm -hmm. diagnosed one way or the other. They just said it was there. So I decided Mm -hmm. that I was going to give myself an experiment and utilize cannabis in some way every day for two years. I -hmm. did that. I went back and I had them check the spots and they diminished. Mm-hmm. They weren't gone, but mm-hmm. they diminished. So I'm a true believer mm-hmm. in that, you know, yeah. it will help you if you allow it to help you. And, and, and with intention, I mean, I just didn't, you know, mm-hmm. sit there and utilize and say, let's see mm-hmm. what happens. I utilized intention. But I'd like mm-hmm. for you to talk to us about medicinal mindfulness. What is mm-hmm. it? How can we bring that into our life to truly mm-hmm. help us? hmm yeah, medicinal mindfulness, it's a, it's a concept. And the idea is to use these medicines that are psychoactive, that actually okay. alter our mind state um, in a way that amplifies meditation, healing, and self-actualization. And, and that, uh, you know, as psychedelics, as, as amplifiers of consciousness, when we create a particular intention with them, that intention gets amplified as well. Um, so if you have an intention of meditation or healing, then that get and then it supports that process. And, um, okay. and so, you know, it's, and it's a skill set practice, right? Like the ability to stay focused in altered states is a skill set that can be developed. The ability mm-hmm. to relax and allow as a skill set that can be developed. So mindfulness was a good, uh, you know, metaphor for that process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I teach people how to use medicines like psychedelic cannabis, like other psychedelics uh, for the intention of, you know, personal ex- exploration and also mm-hmm. uh, trauma resolution. Um, trauma resolution is a big part of our process with people. 
Why is it so important to use that for the trauma resolution? Because it seems to help. It's not like years of therapy that you have right. to go through. <clears throat> you're using a, and you're not taking a pill that's going to cause something else to go wrong. So talk to us about that. Yeah. yeah, you know, so sometimes we just need a little help, you know, and uh, working with a psychotherapist is a wonderful foundation of this work. But often our clients say that it only took them so far and they couldn't get to the core of their healing with it. And so what we do with this medicine is it's an intervention and it allows people to, one, it relaxes the body enough to discharge trauma. It literally, okay. like people literally shake it out and that doesn't happen with regular psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing it does as an intervention is it reduces the uh, tension in our amygdala. It, uh, our amyg- people who experience a lot of trauma, their amygdala, their fight or flight responses inflamed and overactive. And mm-hmm. so it, it literally it physically reduces the tensions in the amygdala to allow for something called memory reconsolidation. And this is a trauma resolution practice where, you know, to, to move the trauma out of the body, in some ways we have to reprocess what happened. Um, Uh And so that's a, that's like a, uh, like a spontaneous experience for a lot of people who take cannabis is that they go through a life review process and reorient and accept that things happen that were difficult and reframe okay. it as a learning opportunity or or at least just acknowledging and having more compassion to self. And, and that process reduces PTSD symptoms. It reduces tension in the body. It reduces flashbacks and nightmares and um, anxiety, depression, all, all of the above, because that, that stuck held energy is no longer held in the body and mind and heart, mm-hmm. you know. So you're just able to release it and then pick up your life and move forward. Right, right. And some of the healing comes from realizing really important things about self and realizing what your true calling is, you know, and none of that's mm-hmm. going to happen on like a, on a Valium or a Prozac, right? Um, you know, those are more symptom numbers versus resolvers. Yeah, because as soon as you come off of whatever, you're right back in the same spot, mm-hmm. or sometimes even worse, because sometimes, yeah, it's amplified. So, mm-hmm. talk to us about how you work with people. Yeah, I have. Uh, so, we have a center here in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, I have a team of uh, psychotherapists and also ministers. And we have mm-hmm. a doctor, a nutritionist on staff, and we work together to prepare our clients for um, these psychedelic experiences. And I do week-long and two-day retreats uh, with both uh, cannabis as a psychedelic, but also uh, using ketamine as well as a psychedelic. Mm-hmm. And um, and some people fly in for these intensive retreats, and others are an ongoing process um, and and seek continue you know continued care. Um, mm-hmm. And so the sessions themselves are like any psychedelic experience that, you know, I think um, uh, how to change your mind is a good example of what these uh, what these experiences can be like. They're they're gentle. Their music is playing. The medicine is mm-hmm. taken with intention. I guide a person through a gentle body scan meditation okay. as the medicine comes on. And and then the, the medicine itself kind of has its own momentum and. And we engage what arises with intention. And um, so sometimes people are flying through the cosmos and other times Uh they're um, making contact with their ancestors or family members. And 
Other times they're, you know, looking at their lives and, and shaking something out of their bodies that they're ready to let go of. So it's a real dynamic space. Um, mm. And we just do it, you know, a few times in a week or, you know, the, for, you know, several times over the week. And, and that process helps resolve a lot of tensions. And then it also helps, you know, find the next step in their life, so to speak, you know, so they mm-hmm. come out of it with a lot of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And um, folks, you can check his website out at medicinalmindfulness.org. He has a lot going on there. So all you have to do is, you know, pick what you want. Now, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Daniel, somebody mm-hmm. somebody reads the book, Psychedelic Cannabis, and they go through the exercises. Is, is this something that they can do on their own? Or would mm-hmm. they have to come to you in order to take full advantage of what you offer? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, well, I wrote it to help as many people as possible do it on their own. Um, uh-huh. Not every, you know, not everybody lives near Boulder, Colorado, or in the areas in California where these practices are a little more available. And, uh-huh. uh, and you know, cannabis is legal in a, like 70% of the U.S. population has access to legal cannabis. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people, the world's changing quickly and, and I'm not going to be able to reach people working one-on-one, right? Um, uh-huh. so, so the practices are there. Um, everything you need to know is there. And then, my recommendation is to, you know, be diligent about about the experiences, but take your time, start light and uh-huh. do it weekly until there's some sort of resolution. I've gotten a lot of nice emails and letters from people who've been able to use the practices in the book to, you know, have deeply healing experiences. So uh-huh. uh, I feel, you know, it feels really great to be able to offer something like that to people. Okay. Well, I thank you very much for the work that you're bringing to the world because it's very much needed. It's definitely time to get back to what I call the old ways of healing, the nature ways Mm. of healing. And this is definitely a substance that will help you. But I do want to ask one off question. And if you don't want to answer, that's fine. What about using the magic mushrooms? People have told me Mm. again and again, that that's also very healing Mm. and it can help with releasing Mm -hmm. the trauma and all is that the case Mm -hmm. yeah um magic mushrooms um psilocybin mushrooms have Mm -hmm. definitely helped me in my life and i've helped a lot of people microdosing psilocybin mushrooms is also a new uh, modality that helps a lot of people um uh i would say it's a little less uh contained for trauma resolution uh, uh-huh. Then cannabis is cannabis has a tendency to feel much more supported um, uh-huh. from a therapeutic standpoint. Um, but for like personal development and spiritual work, psilocybin mushrooms are really wonderful. Also, uh, there's a lot of new wonderful evidence, and I see it. I've seen it too in my practice. People who are working with psilocybin, and if uh-huh. I could, I would recommend it for this. You know, like when it becomes legal, we'll work with it in this way. But it's really great for depression. Um, mm. there's something about it that it's neuroregenerative in a way. So it's, it helps regrow, uh, damaged tissue in the brain. So I think that uh-huh. helps with depression, but something about the like more real than real spiritual awakening experience that people gain with psilocybin, it, it, it seems to be very helpful with depression. Um, and, uh, so that's the area that I would say, you know, psilocybin over cannabis would be what I would recommend is, is specifically for depression. Uh-huh. Ketamine is also good for depression. There's a lot of good research out for that, but that's just, if you want to stay with the natural medicines, I would, that's where I would go. Um, yeah. Cause ketamine, you need the uh, prescription, don't you? From a doctor? 
Yeah, you know, for sure, you need a prescription, you know, and, you okay. know, psilocybin, though, is not yet legal. So there's all kinds of, you know, things to pay attention to there. So, mm-hmm. um, but there are some areas, especially in California and other cities where it's been decriminalized. Denver, it's been decriminalized. So yeah. it's accessible for sure. Yeah, Oregon, it's been decriminalized. You can actually walk into a, a store, if you will, just mm-hmm. like a cannabis shop and, and purchase mm-hmm. it there. And in California, we have churches, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that um, utilize the medicine. Yeah, yeah. Um, all that's coming more and more. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we got, got to do what we need to do to move forward and stay as healthy as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Daniel, Agreed. I really, yeah. yeah, I've really enjoyed our time together. What pearl of wisdom would you like to leave with our audience today? Oh, gosh. Um, well, healing's possible and that we all deserve to heal uh, unconditionally and uh, and that it, there are people out there that know how to help others heal. Um, and that, mm-hmm. so if they're if you're if anybody here is drawn to the work we do, I'm you know happy to check in with them and support them in their process. Um, uh, and that like sometimes these medicines can heal things that feel unhealable um Mm -hmm. so the power is difficult to overstate so um just wanted to name that piece and you know i really appreciate you monique and sharing your wisdom too and i'm really looking forward to um talking with you further sometime yeah well we'll have to i've got some ideas i'll share with you as soon as i in the podcast because the audience doesn't need to hear this but daniel i appreciate you and i appreciate the work that you do and thank you for being with me today the audience i thank you for listening as always um, i am honored by your time and your attention and folks please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important Consider making the masterful choice of discovering psychedelic cannabis. Abundant mm. blessings, light, and love to all. Agape. Thanks so much. You're welcome.